Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about buying a first home. Oh yeah, so uh, Grant and I are now sitting in my first home that I just bought this last weekend. Yeah. Um, so, you know, coming through the experience, fresh out of it, we'll talk about some of the challenges and some of the pros and cons sort of thing with the whole process. But yeah, I, w- I would say just in general, the first step is just kind of understanding your finances in terms of, you know, do you want to stay um, in that area? Is your cash flow consistent? So simple thing like I learned was that you need to have two years of a W-2, for example. Um, so right out of college, it might be a, a challenge to buy a home. But if you want to get like a, a really, you know, secure loan and things like that, pretty much two years of income. So I got asked this question, like, how did you decide to buy instead of rent? So I know you, you went kind of back and forth on this, whether to rent and stay in your current place or whether to buy what really pushed you over the edge and, and really you know made you want to buy. Yeah, it's a good question. I think um, for me, I looked at the market, looked at, you know, a lot of classic buy versus rent calculations. Um, but just from like a 40,000 feet altitude perspective, I looked at um, Chicago is a broader market and I looked at places like New York, San Francisco, for example, where real estate's extremely high. And I sort of saw Chicago as an opportunity to, you know, lot, latch onto that buying, um, opportunity and maybe in the long term use my, uh, this first property as a rental. So for me, it's a little different in terms of long term because I'm, I'm viewing this as a future income producing asset that we're buying, even though today um, it's purely a liability. It's our home, you know, so we have a mortgage and that's it. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, I, I saw a stat the other day. It was like 70 or 80 percent of people uh, in the world are going to be living in cities by the year 2050. And so it's definitely there's a huge migration from rural areas into urban areas. And Chicago is one of those markets. So Matt and I both live downtown in Chicago. Unfortunately, we now live three blocks away <laughs> from each other, making podcasts a lot easier. But I mean, you know, the same thing with me when I first bought into the market, you know, downtown Chicago is just booming. Um, and there's tons of rentals being built, but not a lot of places that you can necessarily buy. And so, you know, Matt and I both hedging on the bet that people will continue to move into downtown Chicago and continue the trend of urban migration, as well as just really moving closer to where they want to work. So... Right. And, you know, again, personal finance is personal. I hate saying that line, but with home ownership, that is amplified to the max because simple things like never having to, you know, renew your lease or not having, you know, a landlord over your head, those sort of things have a certain psychological benefit. And little things like trying to improve our home, you know, putting up paintings, things like small little things that kind of increase the quality of living, um, even though they don't increase our net worth per se, but those little things kind of add up in the home ownership picture. Um, But going back to it, you know, you got to look back at some of the numbers because it does get more black and white. And the advantages with home ownership that really pushed me over, um, pushed me over to buying in the Chicago market was some of the long-term tax benefits I can get with owning a home in um, tied in with the fact that it could be a future um, rental. So those two factors alone were a huge uh, factor, and I think each market has its own little thing. But 
Um, another, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the points that, you know, it seems like, you know, Matt went through some challenges or some complications. Don't have to get into the details at all, though, but I think a lot of first-time home buyers are like, is this going to be really complicated? Is this going to be challenging? And they view that as a huge barrier. For me, it was really easy. Um, you know, the first bank that I, you know, went with, I was able to get a mortgage very quickly. Um, you know, when I bought my first place back in 2012, um, you know, it was pretty seamless, but you went through some challenges. So is that something that in hindsight, you know, you think it could have been easier or you thought it would be easier and, you know, should people be scared about buying their first place? Um, I mean, scared. Yeah, no. I mean, it, you know, do the research. There's going to be hiccups no matter what. And that's just the process. I think for us, we had a very smooth process up until about three weeks ago when the first place we were going to go through with our loan fell through. And so we had to opt for a second loan that was a higher interest rate. But, and this goes to a good point here, is just shop around for everything you can because the second place we had to go to actually offered us a better overall financing in terms of the, the, the buying the property. And we went from a 5% down payment, which is already really low, to a 1% down payment plus receiving 2% in a grant. So shop around, that's a huge takeaway. But, you know, it's scary, but that's the exciting thing, you know, Stressful things can be, you know, good or bad, but in this case, it was, it was extremely exciting and, and stressful event that we loved and we welcomed into our lives. Um, so those are just a few of the takeaways. Yeah, so uh, congratulations, Matt, and uh, we'll do more podcasts from here, I'm sure. And I hope this was helpful, and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit millennialmoneyminutes.com.